The following program is paid for by the partners and viewers of the Life of Faith broadcast. Let's join Dr. Wayne Fry for the continuation of today's message. So if someone told you they was going to do something for you and you did not have confidence in them, you wouldn't believe them. Or if you didn't believe them, you would not have confidence in them. You got it? And so confidence and belief go hand in hand. So you can't have confidence in someone if you're not able to believe what they said to you. Got it? So the first component of um, of living and walking by faith is belief. Now, we saw already in Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 6, where it says, when you come to God, you what? Must believe. Shout women today, must believe. believe. See, belief for a child of God is not an option. You must believe. If you're going to get anything from God, you must believe. You, you must believe. Not think, but what? Believe. Believe and thinking are two different things. Not just wish, but what? Believe. Now, Mark 9, 23 says, all things are possible to him who, what, believes. So if I can believe it, guess what? It makes it possible for me. It may not be possible for you, but it will be possible for me because, what, I believe it. Y'all hearing this? Glory to God. So if you're going to live and walk by faith on a consistent basis, your life needs to be filled with belief. Believing who? Believing God. Believing the will of God. And so if you're not able to believe the will of God, then you believe God and believe the will of God. You're not going to have great success in walking and living by faith. Because believing God now believes something outside of yourself, something that you can't see, something that you can't feel, something that you can't touch, but yet you still believe. And you know what? You don't have to see it in order to what? Believe it. All you got to do is have a word on it. And the fact of the matter is, if you see it, you don't have to believe it because you what? See it. I believe it when I see it. What's the point of believing when you see it? You already see it. Why do you have to believe something that you already see? You already see it. Why need to believe it? No, belief is for those things which you can't see yet. Praise God. You know, you're dealing with a relationship and marital relationship and you see a certain action in your spouse. But yet the word of God says you can have something else. You believe that versus the action. Amen. Because you can't see the appropriate action yet, but yet you believe the word of God that a change will take place in the relationship. Glory to God. All right. Everybody shout believe. believe. All right. Next, number two, second component of living and walking by faith is going to have it's going to be speak. All right. So I have to believe and I have to speak. If you are living and walking by faith, we're going to be able to hear it come out of your mouth. Got it. Go ahead to hear it come out. If you're not if you don't not hearing yourself speak the word of God or you're not hearing others speak the word of God regarding situations, then they are probably not living and walking by faith because faith requires speaking. 
That's why we have so many confessions around here. We have confessions for offering, confessions for the ministry. We have confessions in the uh, faith news. We have confessions all over the place because we understand that faith involves speaking. That's why these songs that we sing and we tell you, shout this, shout that, is not just to have you make some noise. It's for you to make some declarations. For you to begin to speak some things. When I have you say, say this after me, it's not just to hear you, hear you say something to me. It's because I want you to say it out of your mouth to release it in the atmosphere because it has to come from you in order to manifest. I can't speak for you. So if I can get you to speak what God is saying in your life, then you'll begin to create what God is saying in your life. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Not just sit there and just listen and listen and listen and listen and listen. No, you got to release some things from your life. Because we are made in the image and likeness of God. So therefore, if, God, if the character and makeup of God is already on the inside of us and the way God does things, we should be doing the same thing. Glory to God. Hebrews 11.3 says, we understand by faith that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Now, if God framed his world or this world... Talking about the universe, not the system, the universe with words. Guess what you think we need to use to frame our worlds, our universe, our what? Words. Okay. And those words then will create something in the atmosphere and cause what's in the atmosphere that you created to show up in your life. Praise God. Go to Mark eleven twenty three now with me, because just saying it is incomplete. Okay, saying it without believing is not going to have it uh, come to pass. Okay, so we ha we say things like some things like this. You have what you say. That's some that's that has some truth to it, um, but it's not com a complete statement. Okay, because some of the things we've said we haven't had, and I'm glad I haven't had some of the things I said. Come on, talk to me now, right? I'm glad, I'm glad, bless God I haven't had some of the things that I have said come to pass in my life. You know what I'm saying? You know how you say I'm, I'm freezing to death, starving to death, my head is killing me. A lot of us have been buried by now. Isn't that right? We, 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 <laughs> we be having memorials in the newspaper of us, you know, every year. No, because we've been gone because we would have killed ourselves with our words if we had everything we said come to pass. Okay, so if that's the case, then why or what's needed to have what you say come to pass? Okay, so Mark eleven twenty three gives us that information. Mark eleven twenty three says, "So whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not what doubt in his heart, but shall what? Believe. Come on, say what? Believe. Say it again. Believe. But shall what? Believe that those things which he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he what says." So that's why we begin with believing, because if you don't believe it and then say it, you're not going to have what you say. Because you can go around talking about I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus all you want. But if you don't believe you're healed by the stripes of Jesus, then that healing may not manifest in your life. You got to add believing and then what? Speaking. Y'all hearing this today. Glory to God. So whatever you believe you say will come to pass. You shall have what you say. I don't know about you. I believe that I'm healed. I believe that I'm prosperous. I believe that I have peace. I believe I'm the righteousness of God. I believe I have the joy of the Lord. I believe those things, and I declare those things, and guess what? Those things are in my life. 
Praise the Lord. And if you do the same, that'll be in your life. All right. Go to 2 Corinthians now, chapter number 4. 2 Corinthians chapter number 4. Talking about this second component of living and walking by faith. Okay. So I'm going to what? Believe God. I'm going to speak the word of God. So 2 Corinthians 4.13 further helps us on this speaking part. And you got to learn to speak over yourself. Sometimes you got to get flat in the mirror and look at yourself in the mirror and just say some things. Glory to God. In the midnight hour, when you want to say everything else, you're going to have to train your mouth to say the word of God. I tell you what, I just don't, I just don't understand. It's just, everything just going to pot. No, it's my season for increase. You see the difference? Okay, praise the Lord. All right, 2 Corinthians 4.13. Read it for me. Ready, read. Y'all give yourselves a hand. That was just such unity. Go and give yourselves a hand. No, really, go ahead and give yourself. No, I say give yourselves a hand. That was such unity. Praise God. Wonderful. But the scripture says that if you believe, what's the next thing? When you believe, what do you do? Speak. When you believe, what do you do? You believe it, you what? Speak it. And that works on both ends. That works on the faith end. And that works on the fear end. Because if you believe in the opposite of what God says, you will also say the opposite of what God says. And if you believe what you say, you will have what you say. Whether it's on the faith side or whether it's on the fear side. And we got to make sure that we stay on the faith side and not on the fear side because the fear side will take you down. The faith side will take you up. But what's happening, I think, is that we're we're uh, we're almost balanced. We're saying we're saying some things on the faith side and we also saying some things on the fear side. And if you take a positive two and add it to a negative two, you'll get what? Zero. You see what I'm saying? And so I think some of us are declaring some things maybe in a corporate setting. Come on now. Why are you in church with other faith folk? But when you're all by yourself, what are you saying then? When the doors are closed, when the, when the blinds are shut, when nobody's around, are you saying the same thing you are saying in the faith atmosphere? in the atmosphere when you're being challenged with what you believe. Are y'all hearing this? Because I'm telling you, morning time, morning, some morning, especially if you're dealing with pain in your body, a lot of times after sleep, that pain creeps up on you during the night, and you wake up and you're like, oh! Uh, okay, praise the Lord. <laughs> and in that time, what are you saying? Come on. What are you saying at that time when that pain is the, is the worst? Because, see, when you come in this setting and the anointing is flowing, pain seemed, level seems to go down. You get home about 3.30, oh, hey, Shama, oh, hey. Ooh, I didn't feel that for a few hours. Why? Because the, uh, the, the anointing, the presence of God, that anointing will remove a burden and destroy a yoke. 
And as it subsides, when you come out of the present, when it subsides, that pain will creep back up. So what are you saying then? Are you saying the same thing in that season or that arena that you did in the faith arena? Come on, talk to me. See, that's why we got to check up on ourselves. We got to make sure that we're doing what we're supposed to do because we're the ones that's uh, affecting the, the, uh, the length of time. I think uh, Sister Angela talked about that time thing, uh, the length of time, how much we're going to spend in that time based upon what we're doing. Are y'all hearing this? All right. Why, now, why is words so important? Why is words so important? Um, Proverbs 18.21 says that death and life are in the power of the what? Tongue. Notice that death and life are not in the power of God. Death and life are not in the power of people. And death and life are not in the power of the devil. You will think that the devil will have power to bring death into your life. He kills, steals, and destroys. But what he does is he gets you to speak against you and then gives him the authorization to then steal, kill, and destroy you. But if he can't get you to speak against you, he can't come against you. Oh, man, come on now. See, that's the, that's the manipulation. That's the deception. He gets you to talk against your destiny. He gets you to talk against your promise. He gets you, you to talk against the word of God. And as soon as you talk against that, bless God, he comes right on in. But I'm going to stay on the God side. I'm going to stay on the faith side. I'm going to shut every door that I know how to shut, glory to God. I'm going to lock the back door. We, I lived in the country. We used to keep our doors open. Anybody still do the same thing? Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Just keep the doors open. I'm locked mine, glory to God, especially to the enemy. Because I don't want him to sitting up in my house when I get home. Are y'all hearing this? Praise God. Number one component is what? Believe. Number two is what? Speak. And then number three, obey. If you're going to live and walk by faith consistently, obedience is a lifestyle to you. Obedience has to be a lifestyle. And so you got to get up under the word so much that you now don't, don't have to go through the deliberation process of whether you're going to obey God or not. You remember that day that you first heard the word and you sitting there thinking, should I do this? No, come on. Just be real. Come on. You remember, should I do this or should I not do this? It's you just going back and forth. I know I'm supposed to do it, but I sure don't feel like doing it. I sure I know, I know I'm supposed to do it, but I tell you what, I sure enough don't want to do it. You remember that deliberation process? But the more you grew in the word of God, the more God blessed and manifests himself in your life. Now when you hear the word of God, it's just like, okay, let's just do it. Because you built up enough confidence and he's built up enough track record with you to cause you not to even question what he says. And so as you trained yourself in the written word of God, now God is able to speak to you audibly to spirit to spirit. And God will give you some instructions by the spirit of God. And you know it's God based upon what you've already spent, how you spent time with God. You just go after it. Oh, man, glory to God. This is good stuff. All right. James 2 again says faith without works is what? Dead. So you're going to have to have some corresponding acts of obedience. Tell your neighbor, said, neighbor, you're going to have to obey the word. You're going to have to obey the word. Notice I didn't say study the word. You got to what? Obey the word. You got to obey the word of God, okay? And so God will give you instructions. Now, what, what's sometimes confusing or can challenge some people is because they don't realize there's two sides to this. One side is the person of Jesus. And the person of Jesus is what we get our peace, our joy, our, uh, you know, our relationship through. 
But the other side of Jesus is the principles of Jesus. And so there's the person of Jesus and the principles of Jesus. We want to cling to the person of Jesus and avoid the principles of Jesus. But you can't have the manifestations uh, that Jesus had in his life if you just hold on to the person. You're going to have to embrace the person and embrace the principles together and you'll be able to have what the word of God says. See, we just want manifestation just through fellowship with God. Now, you'll get some peace. You'll get some joy. You'll get some tranquility. You'll feel good about yourself by spending time with God. But if that's all you do, it may not cause the money to come. It may not cause your relationship to, uh, to, to line up because there's some things you have to do. Praise the Lord. I know you want to drop it on your lap. I do, too. As soon as God changes his principle, I'm going to be the first in line. I'm going to bust all. I'm going to bump all you out of line. I'm going to be the first one. God, just give me mine just the way that just give me mine. But how many know he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore? He's not going to change. Glory to God. And so if I have to work his principles now, I'm going to have to work his principles tomorrow. If I have to work his principles tomorrow, I'm going to have to work his principles the next day because I want to receive what God has for me. Amen. Glory to God. So that's like a coin has two sides. It has a head side and a tail side in order to make it work. So we have the person of Jesus through salvation. Everything and who all Jesus is, I have 100% of that the moment I get born again. But I don't have 100% of his manifestation because I have not yet worked his principles to the place to have that. But I'm on my way. Tell your neighbors, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Praise God. Tell them, come on, go with me. Come, go with me. Come, go with me. Glory to God. Yes, indeed. So what's the three components? Say it again. All right. So let me ask you some questions. Have you believed today? What have you believed today? Don't tell me. Just 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 question. What have you believed today? I believe I'm going to church. <laughs> no, that's more than that. What? No. What have you? Because you because it was a resounding. Yes, I believe I I have chosen to believe today. What have you chosen to believe today? What have you chosen to believe today? Have you chosen to believe that today is going to be just like yesterday? Have you chosen to believe that your situation is not going to change? Or have you chosen to believe what God has said about you? I'm not asking, I'm not asking for an answer. I want you to, I'm asking these questions to get you to think. What have you chosen to believe today? Because believing is a daily decision that you have to make. And when you open your eyes tomorrow, you're going to have to choose to believe tomorrow too. What have, you, what, what have you chosen to believe? Have you chosen to believe that this is your day for your manifestation? That this is a day for increase? Glory to God. All right. Second is what? Second come on is what? Speak. Have you spoken today? Oh, that was a little less than believe. Y'all see how that dropped off? Have you spoken today? If you participated in the praise and worship, it could be a yes. Some did, some didn't. Will you speak today? Will you say what God said today? Some go an entire day without saying one thing God says. Questions to get you to think. Get you to think. I know you're busy. I know you got to go to work. 
I know you got things to do. I know you have family to take care of. Glory to God. Who know, no, nobody knows as good as I do right now. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. But you have those things to do, but yet you can't get out of faith just because you have these other obligations. You with me? Baby girl this morning, 515. 515. Both eyes. Wide as I don't know what. I'm looking at her it's like, you going to go to sleep. And she looked back and said, no, I'm not. <laughs> and she didn't. Oh. You know what? But I said, I got to be up anyway. Come on, talk to me now. Hey, I got to be up anyway. Might as well maximize the time. I ain't going to walk around there talking about it. I said, well, show where you going. I show where you go to sleep. Lord Jesus, I got to get some sleep. Oh, Lord, be tired. But you can see how, you see how easy it can be to slip into that if you're not conscious that you got to keep yourself in the right posture, the right position, and stay in faith. Because it could have been a complaining and murmuring session, but yet I decided to use it to my benefit. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Amen. That helps somebody right there. I can sense that that helps somebody right there. Because we have some idle time sometimes, and we won't be, we won't be doing anything. And we'll, if you don't watch it, you'll slip right in, and you'll find yourself complaining and being negative and talking against what you're saying. And all of a sudden, you're like, how did that happen? It's because you relax for a moment, and you allow yourself to slide in there. Okay? All right, and third component is what? Have you obeyed God today? You yeah. have? What have you obeyed God in? Waking up? No, what have you obeyed God in? Every day you should be obeying God. What have you obeyed in men? Those of you here today, you have obeyed God, at least in one command, not forsaking yourselves with the assembling of others. That's at least one thing. If you praise the Lord, that's another place of obedience. If you worship, that's another place of obedience. You're going to have another opportunity to, uh, to obey God, you know, as we, as we receive the offering. So, man, you can do a whole lot of obeying just in church. Amen. But, no, it has to be a daily thing. Daily thing. Do you obey God when you really want to say or you really want to give a person a piece of your mind? Do you obey God and make every word edifying to the hearer? Yeah, I said, uh, thank you for your honesty. Thank you for your honesty. Yeah, yeah. If we were all honest, we'd be right there with you. All of us would be in the same boat. Yeah, most of the time. We do our very best. As they used to say in, in, uh, in old, old level best. Say what you want to say. But yeah, have, have you obeyed God today? What have you obeyed God in? Had you have an opportunity to obey God? Yes, you have. Every moment you awake, you have an opportunity to obey God. What have you obeyed them in? Are y'all hearing this? These are just three basic components of living and walking by faith consistently. And we ought to do that every single day, 24-7, 365 days a year. Not a day go by without you living and walking by faith. Amen? Go to Hebrews 11, and we'll, we'll get ready to close. Hebrews 11. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hebrews 11. 
God has, oh, man, how, what word I want to use. It's probably, I can't even think of a word. God has um, an abundance of goodness to bestow upon you. It's the best way I can get it out today. Abundance of goodness. Just think about it. God, creator of the universe, has an abundance of goodness to bestow upon you. And it's our season for increase. Amen. I say it's our season for increase. We're we not going to recognize some of you by the end of this year. You're going to look different, talk different. You're going to act different. Oh, Lord. You're going to drive different. You're going to live different. Yeah, many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I sense it like it's, I, I, I know it like I know my name. All right, verse 3, Hebrews 11, 3, Hebrews 11, 3. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Let me share this with you in closing. You got to realize that everything that you see naturally has its origin in the invisible. You hearing that? Everything that's in the natural now had its origin in the invisible. So you know what? Your manifestation of whatever you believe God for now already exists, but you just simply can't see it. But just because you can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Come on, talk to me. So because why? It has its first origin in the invisible, and then it shows up in the visible. So just continue to live and walk by faith. I say continue to live and walk by faith. Do it today. Do it tomorrow. Do it Tuesday, Wednesday, every day that you live. Continue to what? Live and walk by faith, which is what? Believe, speak, and what? Obey. Believe, speak, and what? Obey. One more time. Believe, speak, and obey. Amen. Praise the Lord. I pray that you enjoyed today's broadcast on living and walking by faith. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. Just simply means that you've been justified, declared right. Or in other words, you're born again. So every born again believer should be living and walking by faith. Now, I wasn't able to put the entire lesson on today's broadcast, but I placed the lesson in a two CD or two DVD set so that you can get into your faith library because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I want you to call that number on the bottom of your screen, write us at the address below, log on to our website for our online bookstore, and get today's series on living by and walking by faith. I share more principles and, and more encouragement than what you've seen on the broadcast today to help stir you up to live and walk by faith and receive all that God has already promised you to have. Glory to God. So look forward to hearing from you. Again, call the number on the bottom of your screen. Write us at the address below. Log on to our website. Make sure you get this series in your faith library and you will be encouraged. Until next time, continue to live the life of faith. God bless you. Become a Life of Faith partner today. Your financial support of $20 per month will assist Dr. Fry with taking the gospel around the world through television admissions. As a Life of Faith partner, you will receive early registration privileges for all conferences and events hosted by FCCI, a product discount on all purchases through our online bookstore, and free monthly teachings to strengthen your faith. 
Log on to www.fccintl.org or call 877-342-4193 as operators are standing by and become a Life of Faith partner today. You've been watching the Life of Faith broadcast with Dr. Wayne A. Fry. We pray that your faith has been strengthened and your heart encouraged by the Word of God. This broadcast can be viewed 24-7 at no charge at www.fccintl.org. Join with us next time on this station for another life-changing message with Dr. Wayne A. Fry.